Ba 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 ba. Da 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 Crandor, do 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 do. We're recording this like a day before it goes out because it's almost Christmas, past post Christmas, New Year's Eve, and something. Invicta, how much eggnog did you have to drink? I'm freaking <laughs> tired. I'm absolutely exhausted All today, right. dude. Um, actually, that's a good question. Do you do you guys when you're eggnog drinkers? Are you rum eggnoggers? Well, no. The only time I ever drank eggnog was alcoholic eggnog, so I don't think I would want to drink normal eggnog. Mm. Dude, see, for me, I love eggnog, mm. but I can't do alcoholic eggnog because I'm already slightly lactose intolerant, and putting alcohol in milk is just a bad idea to me. Well, um, fun story, drinking eggnog is how I uh, had my gallbladder incident trigger. Oh! So, uh, well, I have a yeah. bad, bad tie-in with eggnog now. That's you know honestly fair. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys did you guys remember the uh, or hear about the dude who like almost died because he was like I'm gonna chug a carton of eggnog and yeah, it, like don't do it that. bubbled into his lungs. <laughs> what? What? You, this was like this was like I don't know maybe three or four years ago. It was like a it, it was some sort of challenge that these friends like put each other through. And the challenge was to like one of the challenges was to chug an entire carton of eggnog, which it's specifically like says don't do that. So the guy did it anyway. Brain would say don't do that. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) But like, so the guy did it anyway, and uh, and like he drank so much that it it got in. He some of it went down like the wrong pipe and actually started to foam and bubble in the guy's lungs. He almost died. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Jamie. Jamie, go ahead and pull up that, uh, that article. <laughs> find a video of that. The jeez. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, just uh, just uh, uh, a reminder that uh, anything in excess is a mistake. That's uh, very true. Yeah, very true. Uh, just don't do it. Even yep. vitamins, even vital vitamins. Too many yeah, of those, dude. and you're gonna be that one kid ate like a whole thing of gummy vitamins, almost died. Yeah, yeah. You, oh yeah, he poisoned. Yeah. Well, he mistook he mistook him as candy though. It was like a it was like a six year old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so welcome to the Dumb medical Christmas podcast. Uh, today <laughs> we'll be discussing the various ins and outs of medical uh, issues. Look, I've done a lot of research on medics medicine, and I think <laughs> I know a lot more than doctors. And look, vaccines have arsenic in them. I mean, come on. <laughs> My favorite's when I go to the doctor, and I'll be like, so I look this thing up online, and they're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I Googled my problem, and it said I should go to the hospital, but I don't really think I should. Dude, Is like, Google legit. Wrong? The the last time that I went into a doctor, actually, um, I had a nasal infection. Or I assume I had a nasal <laughs> infection. Because the thing is, I looked it up. I, obviously, I spent way, like a very long time without going into the doctor. Because as soon as I walked through that door, it cost me $300. <laughs> um, but uh, So I looked it up online, and I was like, you know, I think I have a nasal, nasal infection. I go into the doctor, and I go, hey, doc, I think I have a nasal infection. And he goes... Yeah, that's probably what you have. 
here, I write you his prescription for some uh, antibiotics. And it's like, mother, I just paid you $300, and it actually, I did find out on Google, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about becoming a doctor, Rob? Yeah, I, you know, I should. I've got Google, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, how hard could it be? All right, yeah. so we're going to talk about football now. Uh, yeah. Because it's, right. it's almost been five minutes. So what's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, hopefully y'all had a good Christmas, <laughs> holiday, <laughs> uh, whatever you got. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. Also, very strong singing there, Rob. I wanted to compliment mm. you. That Yes, that was uh, that was Invicta singing. That was me, but okay. I mean, the <laughs> like, oh, it's like opera-esque. <laughs> Um, so the Texans and the Buccaneers played on Saturday. That was the first game we saw, and Dude, uh, it was closer I than I thought it would be. I don't even remember like what happened. All I know is that the Buccaneers apparently had a chance to win, but didn't. And yes. something about the refs. <laughs> and um, well, let me remind you what happened. Yeah. Jameis threw four interceptions. <laughs> yep, and on the first play of the game, Coach, pick six. Yep, I remember that yep. much. There you go. Now it's all coming yep. back. <laughs> it's, all, it's all rushing back. But don't worry, he's the league leader in yards. Whee! I was already saying this. He's going to, like, in two years, he's going to throw for, like, 60 touchdowns, 60 interceptions, and, like, 6,000 yards or something. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. I hope he gets trampled by a moose. <laughs> be the best way for him to go. Uh, it, it, it really is amazing that the score in this game is twenty-three to twenty mm. in a game where one of the QBs threw four fucking interceptions. Yeah, like how yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the yeah, Texans yeah. didn't do a lot either. They went nineteen of thirty-two hundred eighty-four yards and a pick for Watson. Their Oof. leading rusher was also Watson at 37 yards. Carlos Hyde had 27. So they had no uh, run game. Uh, and just, like, it almost looked like the, the Buccaneers were going to win it. And that's not good for a team that's going into the playoffs, like, in week 16 here. Playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Playoffs. So. Dude, like, the freaking Bill O'Brien, he feels like, and now, granted, I'm not a Bears fan. But, you know, from the outside in, I always thought it was a very strange decision to get rid of Lovey Smith. Yeah, I think it was. Bill O'Brien feels like a Lovey Smith to me, where he, I, I don't, the team wins with him, but they're not going to win. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it's just like it, it, it feels like they're missing that piece and it feels like he's that piece. Yeah. It's like uh, he's like the Jeff Fisher. He'll get yeah, you to like eight and eight. He's a little better than Jeff Fisher, you know. He's, he's better than Jeff Fisher for sure. Yeah, Jeff Fisher gets you eight and eight. Uh, Bill O'Brien gets you like ten wins, and then you lose yeah. in the first round. Yeah, that's doubly ironic because Lovey Smith coached the Tampa Bay Buccaneers briefly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, not looking too good for Houston going into the playoffs now. Uh, they got think... to play Tennessee next week. I think they were just satisfied with clinching their fourth title in five years, and then they are just done. I was surprised how at how bad Deshaun Watson was. I thought like the Buccaneers have like one of the worst secondaries in the entire league, and I'm mm -hmm. surprised that like Houston did not just light them up. The Houston O line is still really bad. Yeah, like that's going to be their biggest flaw going into the uh, the playoffs. Here's they can't protect Watson. So he's got to run around and then you just you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. 
I mean, they're locked in the playoffs, right? Like they're yeah, already in, they're in. So and they they're yeah, in a and they're in a particularly uh, bad situation in that there's no chance for them to to get a buy, right? Uh, that's a good question. I don't believe there is. I think it's no. either yeah the Ravens locked it in, and then it's either going to be the Chiefs or the Patriots. Right. So like so it would make sense if they're they're just going to phone it in the pet, the the you know the last two games of the season. I guess. Yeah. Well, they needed to win this game to clinch the division. Is the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they needed this one. So they have clinched the division officially, but at what cost? I guess you, know, yeah. you still get to go to the playoffs. Uh so then we had the Bills Patriots Man, actually, a great game. It was a pretty good game. And again, the Bills came up just short, uh, as the Buffalo Bills typically have done. Uh, But But it was pretty close. Yeah, the thing is, they've been competitive. Like, they're competitive against the Patriots twice now. They're competitive against the Ravens. Like, they can can compete (laughs) with a lot of these teams. It's the the NFL equivalent of, like, Here's your gold star for trying. You were competitive <laughs> against these teams. The I Patriots, mean, they've won 11 straight <laughs> AFC East titles. Like, 11 straight. That's yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. It is pretty insane. And now they I'm play sorry, the Rob. No, I mean, you know, that's that's part of the it's part of living in the AFC. I'm not, East. I'm not trying to twist the <laughs> twist the nail or anything. It's just it's remarkable. Oh no, it's you know, honestly like it's okay because at least you're not doing the thing where you are suggesting that the rest of the AFC East teams are bad and that's why the Patriots are good. Because I I've heard that argument many times before. Well, it's like no, it's, oh well, the Patriots. It's just because they have got a weak division. You know, their 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 division is is bad, and uh, and they give the Patriots free wins every year. Like nah, motherfucker. Tom Brady actually has a better win rate against everyone else outside of the AFC East. It's <laughs> it's it's not that we have a weak division. It's that he's shit stomping us, but he's shit stomping everyone else too. So yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, we've had eleven years of having the most anomalous franchise in in NFL history in our division, and it sucks. I mean, Dick. if anything, it's more impressive because the AFC East has been steadily getting better. You have to admit it's been a pretty trash division for like out yeah. of the eleven seasons. Well, I mean, that's for like the thing, most right? Since like we we can easily look like total trash um, for a number of reasons. Like one of which being we all start the year zero and two. Like the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets start the year zero and two for the most part. Like most <laughs> of the time, we're zero and two, right? So we we already have losses on our record. Yeah, and then on top of that. For the past several years, the Jets, uh, the Bills, and the Dolphins have all specifically been building teams to try to counter Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah. And they've all failed at doing that. Instead of trying to make a good team, <laughs> they try to counter specific weaknesses. They try to identify the Patriots, and they've never succeeded in that. So Yeah, but the Bills at least seem to be going in the right direction now. Yeah. Uh, so that's positive. Josh Allen, uh, 13 of 26, 200 yards, two TDs. I mean, not bad. He's got some accuracy issues, but yeah, you know, he gets the job done when he has to. Ran for Cam 43 Newton. yards. Yep. He really is like a like a Cam Newton in the yeah. making. Uh, it really feels like that to me. Yeah. 
And the crazy part here is that the Patriots actually did pretty decent against the Bills' defense. So they had 271 yards and a touchdown for Brady, 26-33. Michelle had 96 yards on the ground. Burke had yeah. 77 yards off, you yeah, know, Michelle had check 21 bounds. carries, too. They yeah. were working him hard against yeah, that Against that real tough uh, defense, that's mm. actually surprising that they went that that path by going um, like full full running attack on them. On yeah, that. that's uh, interesting, and it worked too. Yeah, actually, well, feel... didn't that happen with the Jets earlier this year? Right? Like, didn't we? Um, didn't we shit on the? Was it the Bills? Uh, I think we shit on somebody with running when they were like the top run defense. Huh? Yeah, that was uh... last year. Is it might be last year? Who knows? I don't. Yeah. I don't remember what happened last week. So it re- yeah. expected me to remember what a, what happened in a Jets game this season. <laughs> yeah, not gonna so, happen. Uh, right now, I believe the Bills look like they're going to be going to Houston from the looks of it. Mm. So that'd be the wild card round. Would be Bills at Texans. And I think that's a that's a pretty good game, honestly. Yeah, that'll be an interesting matchup for sure. I think. I think the Bills are going to – it's going to be a walk in the park for them. Houston does not convince me, especially after watching them play against the Bucks. at least yeah. on the highlights anyway. Uh, I'm pretty I skeptical, that, but I think Watson can carry him. Honestly, I would not be surprised to see the Bills go as far as the championship game. Mm-hmm. N- not because I think that they're, like, super crazy good or anything, but because they have a, they have an extremely good defense, and they will certainly have the best one going into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so, and that, that, that can take you far in that tournament, I think. Yeah, but there's... There's been, I mean, there's there's been a couple of times this season where the Bills have still looked like the Bills of of ye old classic Bills. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why I so, said conference championship because they would be yeah. very much like the Jets, where uh, the, our great defense will take us to the conference championship, and then our offense will uh, shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but all things considered, I, st- I do think that the Bills are probably in. They're definitely in the discussion of like the top like three AFC teams. Along oh, with the yeah. Patriots and the Ravens, yeah, they can they can definitely compete with anybody there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we had Rams Forty ers another good game. Rams Forty Nineers, Rams Forty Nineers. The Rams yet again let me down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all they had to do is just win, just beat the Forty ers They couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, all you gotta do is win every game. Forehead. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They looked like they were doing pretty well, and then they gave up 21 points in the second quarter to the 49ers, and then they, uh, you know, they were looking pretty good in the fourth quarter, and then 49ers kicked a field goal because they threw like a 40-yard pass uh, to Emmanuel Sanders, who was wide open. Uh, Garoppolo wasn't great. He went 16 of 27, 248, a touchdown, and two picks. Jared Goff was kind of like a little better, 323 yards, two TDs, a pick. Uh, Gurley had two touchdowns. Like it's a divisional game, so it's going to be kind of crazy too. But uh, 49ers have looked a little worse towards the end of the season. I don't know if people are finding their weaknesses or they're getting worn down in injuries or something. But they haven't yeah. been as dominating as when we saw them at the start. I was going to say it seems like more teams are figuring out how to how to stifle uh, Garoppolo, and yeah. if he's if he's forced to, if they can't, if they really can't rely on on him, I mean, he had, he threw two picks against the Rams defense, which the Rams they're I 
they're not the worst defense in the world, of course, but they're also not the best. Mm-hmm. I think teams are figuring out that if you pressure if you pressure Jimmy enough, that they don't really have any other options, especially on the ground. Yeah, like so. I I still think the I think the Niners. I do. I feel like the the NFC is like it. it it's it's theirs to lose, in my yeah. opinion. Anyway, the Niners have been the most dominant the most dominant team in the NFC for uh, since the season began. Really, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say them and probably New Orleans, but even New Orleans uh, has had like mm-hmm. their kind of you know shit the bed type of games. Uh, but yeah, yeah they, but they, but see the if the the thing about that, and again, I I hate praising Saints, but <laughs> you got to give credit where credit's due. Even with that, though, like when Breeze went down, the Saints were still winning. If Garoppolo goes down, I don't see the Niners win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know actually, because remember last year, like the QB play wasn't really the problem in san francisco when they were losing like they they had both backups played admirably uh when they when they had to but um the one thing that i would say to to your points that you guys were just making is that like unlike someone like the ravens and even to a lesser degree the saints the um the niners are playing basically pretty traditional football you know, they're like a zone running West Coast team, like it, and they're just they're just doing that very well. Yeah. So it, it's um, it might be one of those things where, yeah, like they're just figuring out how you can you can attack them because um, yeah. it's not like Jimmy G does anything in particular that no other QB is doing or anything, you know? Yeah. Like he's a solid like he's a yeah. solid starting quarterback. Like he gets the job done. He's not going to make like the crazy plays like Pat Mahomes every week, but he's going to make some yeah. good throws. He's going to, you know, put you in a good position to win. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about the Niners, though, as I'm I'm looking at the at the stats right now, is that they have they have the highest scoring offense in the NFC and they they have the second or third. No, they, they have the they have the second best defense. No, third. It's the third best defense in the NFC for the points against. So they've got they've scored 453 points for themselves, and they've only had 289 points scored. Their defense is bested only by the Bears, which is not that surprising. But the hmm. Vikings' defense hmm. uh, also also has less points against them, but they just don't score as many points as the uh, Niners do. I didn't realize that the Niners had 453 points for. That's that's pretty remarkable considering that is really yeah. high, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is that, like, defenses have been evolving um, over the past 10 years. But, like, where it's where it seems to be headed right now is that defenses, uh, at least for the past, like, two or three years, aren't really focusing on yard preventing anymore. Because um, that, that, that was always the thing, right? Like, that was always the philosophy is, like, prevent the yardage. But like now defenses obviously still have that as a fundamental goal, but they're they're designing plays in order to to maximize the amount of turnovers. Yeah. Because that's what you kind of have to do now in yeah. order to, to win against these high powered offenses. And because I know that people are gonna call me out on it. Yes, the Buccaneers are number two in the NFC. <laughs> Points four. <laughs> 
400 I mean the Niners 453 the Bucks are in second in the NFC with four, with 436 but the thing is is the net point spread <laughs> slightly <laughs> different uh, the Niners the the spread was 164 points in favor of the Niners Bucks 15 the Bucks <laughs> actually have the best running defense uh with yards per game allowed which yes. is kind of crazy. Oh, wow. It makes it seem like if they had a quarterback that didn't turn the ball over 30 times uh, a year, yeah, who, they could probably who, who, be a playoff. Who knew? <laughs> who knew? Everyone everyone trying to still convince me that, oh, you should give Jameis a chance. I'm not listening to it anymore. I'm just done with it. <laughs> well, let me tell you something to listen to. The New York Jets, because they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Talking about subverting expectations, Rob. What the heck? I suppose we we technically did beat the beat the Steelers. It was yep. uh, it was an extremely boring game that I barely paid any attention. I feel like that's to. a common theme with the New York Jets. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. It is. Uh, it's a real. We uh, we knocked the shit out of both their quarterbacks a bunch of times, though. Like mm. uh, like Devlin Hodges came in. Uh, threw. I don't remember if he threw. I think he threw two picks before they benched him. Yeah, and then they brought in Rudolph, and then we beat the shit out of him. And then Hodges came back, and then I don't know. Rudolph might have came back later. I, I have no idea. But uh, I mean, the it's whole game was a shit show. Yeah, uh, it's. I really don't want the Steelers to make the playoffs. I'm not gonna lie. I think the Titans are just a better team. <laughs> well, uh, can they? Are, are the do the Steelers still have an opportunity? The to make Steelers the have to beat the Ravens in Baltimore. Uh, but I okay. don't think Lamar Jackson's playing. No, they're sit- they've already confirmed that they're sitting Jackson. Yeah, so they have to mm. beat the Ravens' backups in Baltimore, and then I mean, the Titans have to lose to Houston. If they are going to be running the same system, but under RG three instead of Lamar Jackson, I don't think that means. I like, still I, trust I, the Ravens. <laughs> like yeah, the like I think the Ravens. <laughs> I think the Ravens would win that game because. Yeah. Like, it, it it really is partially the system that they're running that is fucking people right now. Mm-hmm. And RG three has the same capabilities in some respects as Lamar Jackson. He's obviously just not anywhere near yeah. as good. And even then, if the Titans win, then they're automatically in. So I think but they're going to be playing. I will say that this side. might be the this might be the perfect storm for the for the Steelers to make it though, because with Jackson and most of the starters sitting out on Sunday. And the Texans, since they've already wrapped up the division against the Bucks, they may also sit some people. You never know. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if the Texans are sitting players and the Titans can just win easily, then they're in. Oh, uh, by the way, you guys want to know a fun little uh, fun little Jets fact? Sure. Uh, um, so Adam Gase uh, said that he uh, doesn't uh, care about um, Jets fans' criticisms of him because he was quote rich as fuck nice yeah <laughs> very nice very nice <laughs> so uh yeah that's a that's our coach uh, should, going into get, next uh, year <laughs> we should get we should get dan on the line to comment about that about how, how awesome <laughs> yep yeah 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 that's I'm our that's our dude as, so he's just kind of saying like hey if i wasn't good they wouldn't pay me money right that's like his I mean, that's probably what he's actually saying, but (laughs) I would like to uh, posit that what he's saying is, I'm not trying, fuck you all, fire me, I dare you, and I hope (laughs) someone takes him up on that. (laughs) 
Well, they probably won't. So then the Saints played the Titans. Uh, and it was actually a pretty close game until the third quarter, and then Drew Brees, like, went off. Uh, yeah, Brees them. Yeah, 279 yards, three touchdowns. Michael Thomas got the single-season reception record. Uh, he also he had 136 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he is. He's insane. I thought I'd never see that Marvin Harrison record go down so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's It's insane. Also, Jared Cook, 84 yards and two touchdowns. Can we just take him back? Instead of Jimmy Graham, because that would be <laughs> fantastic. But Freaking... coach, he played basketball. <laughs> In this loss, Ryan Tannehill threw for two hundred and seventy-two yards and three touchdowns, too. Yeah. By the way, it's uh, it's actually insane. I think uh, Derrick Henry might have not played because he isn't registering. Oh yeah, yeah, stats. no, he's not on the. A... Uh, yeah, I guess he so was out. Derrick Henry. Yeah, he was out, and now he's ready to go for Week 17. So that could be uh, pretty important because he kind of feels like their entire offensive system, <laughs> yeah. uh, averaging like all, over 100 yards a game, and he's got thirteen. He's got 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns on the year, averaging five yards a carry. I gotta say, I'm really happy for Ryan Tannehill. To be honest with you, yeah, he's actually yeah, he's you know, well. he's got a chance to win games and yeah. be a quarterback. Like, I mean, dude, like, I, I keep, I mean, I check like every week, but like, his fucking record on the year: twenty five hundred yards, twenty touchdowns, to only six interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, his QB rating is one hundred and sixteen point five. His completion percentage on the year is 70.7. Like, he's not even, it's not even that he's doing good. He's doing really, really fucking good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, he's doing great. Mm-hmm. I'd take him on my team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's legit. 2,500 yards, 20 TD, six picks. Like, that's insane numbers. That's- yeah, like if he if if you project that over sixteen games, I'm sure he would actually have like a pretty fucking good uh, stat line for the year. Yeah, like he'd be in the Pro Bowl probably. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's that, yeah. That's nine games started. So, so I think he's gonna come out. I think the Titans are gonna do a statement game and just beat up the Texans and get to the playoffs. I feel like they have the capability to do it, and they're gonna do it. Dude, by the way, side note though, mm-hmm. this off season. Yep, Mariota. That's going to be an interesting whole. Uh, mm, that's thing. right. Uh, <laughs> could go to the Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that seems like it might be the prime target. To be honest with you, I mean, Bears, Bears might pick him up. Who knows? Yeah, I would take like I saw like a dead coyote on the way back from uh, <laughs> the other day, and just, dude, slap a Bucks jersey on him, call him quarterback. I'd be happy. Hey, what about <laughs> Panthers? Yeah, could to be. Go to the Panthers, you don't know. Um, speaking of the Panthers, they lost thirty-eight to six to the Colts. And how? And how? And Brissett threw one hundred nineteen yards, fourteen of twenty-seven, and they still won thirty-eight to six. I love that McCaffrey set an NFL record because, of course, he did. Most receptions by a running back oh. in in one season. He had a hundred and nine receptions as a running back. <laughs> a running oh, back. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that they played Will Greer. Oh Lord, that must have been. Oh. It was, yeah, man, it was a shit oh, show. No. Yeah, yeah, three, three interceptions. interceptions. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So okay, so just a little flashback to the draft episodes. Yeah. I said what I said about this guy is that he is, I, in my opinion, 
Will Greer is like a natural football player. Like mm-hmm. he is made to be a quarterback. Oh, I remember. However, that. yeah. <laughs> However, he's fucking terrible at all the things that you need <laughs> to do to be a good quarterback. Um, but he like he clearly has the passion and ability to do these things. It's just like his footwork is bad, his mechanics are yeah. bad, like his throwing like all of those things need to be fixed. Uh, so yeah, I, I had no no illusions that he would come into this year and in playing a game he would just get shit on. I'm surprised oh, yeah. he didn't get shit on harder, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. Seriously. But at least but he's I uh, still f- at least yeah. he's like starting now. He's starting to get some experience. I still I honestly, like I said, I actually think that he is he has natural abilities that would make him an extremely excellent quarterback if he gets the proper training. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh yeah. he's gonna need he's gonna need some time. Apparently he's gonna start next week, so we'll see uh we'll see some more of him. But yeah. Uh yeah, he's uh he's probably you know, at least a year or two away from doing anything uh <laughs> substantial. Yeah. Uh but and unfortunately see. if they're playing him, that means they they might be starting him next year, which is pretty much like, you know, yeah. nail in the coffin. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Um and uh, another big thing this game, the Colts had two punt returns for touchdowns. Uh, wow. Naheim Hines had 195 yards and two touchdowns on three punt returns. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, it was the same guy, did it? Yeah, same guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is... Wow. So they had three interceptions, three giant punt returns, two for touchdowns. One was probably pretty close. And then they also had three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> so that's uh, that's why Jacoby Brissett throwing for 119 yards and nothing uh, explains yeah. why they had 38 points. Uh, so, you know, you know, fluky a lot game. Of, a lot of teams are going to be watching the game tape on uh, the formation for those punt returns. That's yeah. that's pretty that's pretty wild. Um, and in the end, the game didn't matter. So yeah. then we move on to the Dolphins Bengals, another game that didn't matter. Uh, but here's the big thing here. Andy Dalton, 33 of 56, four touchdowns, nearly 400 yards. Yeah. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, 419 <laughs> yards, 31 of 52, four touchdowns and a pick, outdueling the Dalton. That is hilarious. This is definitely the most the most games I've seen him play in like three seasons. So, <laughs> yeah, the Fitzmagic is on. It even went to overtime, and that's how the Dolphins won this one. Um, yeah. So man, and coach and coach didn't pick him on uh, Pickums last week. So good job, yep. coach. Yep, 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 yep. Although coach um, is now still in third place. I am still in third now. place, but I'm only Rob, like a game or two behind. Yeah, uh, you're like you're two games in in third place, and you're uh, you're five games out of first coach but i did have a good record this week too you I did remember what it was you it was did like, i'll put that right wins. here right here on the fridge <laughs> right next to the <laughs> yeah, at least you tried reward here um, i'm getting there so really the loser of this game is the dolphins for tanking uh not tanking their draft positioning uh and <laughs> uh sucks for them so then we had the ravens beating the browns uh bear locked the browns for some reason uh, Lamar yeah, I, locked, I locked the Ravens, so thank you, Bear. Uh, Lamar Jackson ran for 103. He also threw for 238 and three touchdowns. 
Yeah. So a little bit different than the previous game they played. Uh, and, <laughs> he's kind of good. Yeah, he's kind of good. Baker threw for 192, two touchdowns, a pick. I feel like some of those were garbage time. Uh, but Might be, yeah. Uh, they just kind of got shut down. Nick Chubb only 45 yards. Kareem Hunt, 8 yards. Landry, leading receiver, 74 yards. Eh, not great. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited to see these Ravens in the playoffs, though. I, am I, too. I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like the wh- what? Hey, I I want to say that no one will be able to figure them out, but yeah. like, is the playoffs? I don't know. I it's... like, <laughs> it, and it, it, I could definitely even see them doing like a one and done or something. Like yeah. they're so fucking. Their team is so weird and unique. That I have no idea what's going to happen with. Them. I'm just glad they're right. not in the NFC because I'd be worried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they would have an express ticket to the Super Bowl. I mean, really, when we're talking about the NFC, I think I think it's the Niners to lose. I think the AFC is absolutely the Ravens to lose yeah. at this point. Yeah, no, definitely, they're, without a doubt, the best team in the NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't see who is going to be able to stop them, like, at all. Yeah, maybe the know. maybe the Patriots, but even then, I'm a little, I'm. My faith in the Patriots have been shaky in the I last couple of weeks. I think the Chiefs have a shot just because of Mahomes. Yeah. And they've had, that, the defense isn't bad. Like, they got Terrell Suggs no. now. Like, they're pretty solid. Yeah, but still, like, it's it's still the thing of, like, okay, but what can you even do with your defense? You yeah. can either shut down, like, his passing or his running. And he's shown that if you shut one down, he'll just beat you with the other one. Yeah. And if you shut neither down, then he'll beat you with both. <laughs> Like he did we to the Browns. Yeah. We can't comment on this game without without talking about Baker reverting to old old Baker about oh, no. the, responding to the booze and everything. Ah, uh, yes, where he gave everyone <laughs> the middle finger. His waving, yeah. He, uh, well, I don't, I, I don't know if he gave them the finger. He was getting the finger a lot, oh, that's but what it was. He's he was kind finger. of he was kind of egging them on as well. Was and uh, I wanted there's a there's a, a short segment I'd like to do before we do pickums. Uh, and even maybe for the power rankings where we can, since it's week 17, the season is pretty much set in stone now. And I'd like to discuss like really quickly who the most disappointing teams are in 2019 for the season. (laughs) That sounds good to me. Um, and then I think next week we can do, uh, we can revisit our, our, uh, or list nah, we don't need to do that <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun um, i'm very excited to see that yeah, i haven't even looked at it. i'm not even going to until we no get me to either it. yeah <laughs> um baker is actually the first browns quarterback to make all 16 starts since 2001 yeah <laughs> um so even with his 19 touchdowns 18 interceptions and 3500 yards that's still not bad for being a cleveland brown <laughs> yep so yeah, hey, good for them. They got a uh, they they got to mediocrity this year. And that's far I better than being think, a laughing stock. I I do legitimately think this is just the sophomore slump, mm-hmm. and I think there are other factors at play because there are too many too many variables that just don't make sense with the Browns this year. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, there's so many things that happen. It was kind of like. You had the Miles Garrett thing. You had the Baker Mayfield stuff. You had Freddie Kitchens yeah. being Freddie Kitchens. Like you had Super Bowl aspirations destroyed. Baker getting laughed at. You know. Yeah. So that's yeah. on Baker, though. Yeah. You can't. You can't act like that and not be and, and then like play like he was and not be considered the like a giant clown. Yeah. 
I think yeah. he needs. Uh, I think he's going to go into the off season and just put in a lot of work. Or at least I would hope he would. Because I think he will. Because because the thing is, like, I, I I've defended Baker's personality like before the draft and like mm-hmm. while in the NFL. And the thing about him is that he does like talk mad shit, but he does use that to drive him like learning and stuff because Mm -hmm. the main goal for him is to prove people wrong like he really enjoys getting that moment of shitting on someone and then being allowed to gloat about shitting on someone yeah you know it's kind of aaron Rodgers thing like how he fell in the draft and he's just like (laughs) yeah right no exactly (laughs) like that's so so i still think it's it's um it's fine although that said um i've defended his personality before uh and but this year was it this i think it was this year in the off season he started pulling a jalen ramsey and he started yeah. like picking out players to shit on and and i'm not i'm not that was cool that, that was his that. Off season, this yeah. uh preseason yeah. mm. that that shit is not that's not that's not kosher yeah homie. so just cool it browns um then we had the jaguars lose to the falcons uh which didn't seem uh, too unreasonable. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, 13 of 31, 181 in the touchdown. Yeah, you know. I don't I think some of that came in garbage time too. I think he just he got shut down. Mm, Rob yeah. was the only one brave enough to pick the pick like, the Jaguars oh though. Julio so. Jones, 166 yards on 10 catches. He's wow. also Oh he's yeah, still, he, he broke a record good. over the weekend, right? Oh, did he? Yeah. Um that on in that game he broke uh all decade team. Hold on, I gotta get through the news. Uh, what do you have? So he got thirteen hundred yards and six touchdowns on the season. I mean, on a team not making the playoffs. The thing yeah. is, for like a non playoff team, the Falcons have like they've come on and at the uh, the end of the season here. I know you got to go at five, Coach, so I'm just letting you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that's the record. Okay, so he's the fastest player in NFL history to reach 12,000 career receiving yards. And uh, that that's, and, and that is... Now, this is why this is a big deal, this record. Because I know it sounds like so um, fo- focused and cherry-picked and specific, right? Like mm-hmm. statistics can be. But the reason this is important is the record he broke was Jerry Rice's record. Oh, yeah wow that's, that is that, very good it's <laughs> very like if if any of you have never seen jerry rice's records just google them because he is in first in like almost every wide receiver <laughs> category and second place is about 400 miles away yeah. so like anyone <laughs> beating any of jerry rice's records is insane yeah that's uh yeah, the definition of the goat yeah. yeah, it's uh, that's very insane. Uh, so congratulations, Julio Jones. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to the game of the week, the Giants and the Redskins. Um, uh, <laughs> dinger. They went to overtime, actually, and the Giants won 41-35. Uh, Daniel Jones, 28-42, 352 yards, five touchdowns, five. and zero interceptions. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Five and in touchdowns. fact, uh, Haskins was 12-15, 133, and two touchdowns until he got injured. Oh, that's pretty good. 
Yes, it was actually a pretty good young quarterback battle. And Keenum came in, 158 in the touchdown. So, I mean, there's, you know, I feel like maybe the defenses were bad or maybe they were just having a great time, you know? Uh, Yeah, just enjoying the break before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, So, really, again, the loser here is the Giants for losing draft positioning. Um, So, then we had Lions-Broncos, and the Broncos won. Yep. Uh, David blah, blah, 1224 touchdown. <laughs> uh, they didn't even bother like putting his stats here. They're not loading. Uh, Drew Locke, 25, 33, 192 and a touchdown. Not bad for Drew Locke. Rip Daniel. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Philip Lindsay, 109 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Interesting enough, game. none of us, none of us picked the Lions to win, by the way. Oh, yeah. No. All four of us picked Broncos. Well, yeah, I don't. I, no. Uh, Raiders beat the Chargers. Again, yeah. no one's surprised because we all picked Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Melvin Gordon, nine carries for 15 yards. But he had two touchdowns. Oof. But still, oof. That's uh, a. <laughs> Yeah, it's a big oof. Yeah, Phillip Rivers threw for 279 and zero TDs, zero ints. It's just like a boring game, too. Hunter it was Renfro. The first time, it, was the first, it was the first time that the Chargers had lost to Oakland for the first time ever since moving to L.A. Yeah. Uh, At home. Also, I think uh, I think the Chargers had more Raiders fans there than they did yeah. Chargers fans. <laughs> I think they said that at one point the Chargers had to use a, a, like a silent count or something <laughs> like that's how bad it is you're at your home stadium and you need to like use a silent count <laughs> that's that's not the good so, they need dude, to get out of there by the way fun fact because i because every time we talk about teams i tend to look up uh quarterbacks yeah. and look at their records and stuff um so Derek carr is doing quite well this year i mean he's yeah. he's uh he's having honestly like one of his uh better years i'd say mm-hmm. um uh but you know what's funny is his re- his statistical record is almost identical to another quarterback uh, by the name of Ryan Tannehill. Oh, quarterback, quarterback, <laughs> The only difference is uh, that um, Derek Carr has played six more games and thrown two more picks. <laughs> wow. so what you're saying is Ryan Tannehill is better than Derek Carr <laughs> this year, specifically, <laughs> very slightly. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean that's it. It's just that I just find it obviously funny and also validating that Ryan Tannehill looks extremely good not under Adam Gase. Yeah, he'd look a lot better under Aaron Rodgers, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, so you know, it's, uh, yeah, cool it down. This is a this is a family <laughs> show, Randor. I, mean, I, was, I was waiting until one of you oh, were going. No. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Seahawks in Seattle. Yeah, I picked this game, didn't I? I picked the Cardinals. That is no, you didn't. Crazy. You picked Damn. Seahawks. Damn. This is the opposite of of subverting expectations because no, <laughs> oh, no. But I remember I was saying no, it could happen. And they, oh, you're crazy, Rob. But I didn't pick. <laughs> I mean, you do sound kind of crazy there, Rob. No, you do sound kind of crazy. Thank uh, the biggest part. Uh, is that this was in Seattle, uh, yep. which makes it just uh, makes it pretty insane. So, I mean, the Cardinals had uh, da, 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 11 of 18, 118 yards and a touchdown from Kyler Murray. And then Brett Hundley had to come in. There's a name I never want to hear again. 
Um, and Kenyon Kenyon Drake, not Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake, 166 yards and two touchdowns. Like, yeah, man, Tannehill and Drake, the ex Adam Gase, uh, you know, prodigy, yeah. <laughs> are uh, lighting it up without him. They got Drake for pennies too, right? Like, didn't they trade like a fourth rounder for him? Yeah, they like <laughs> Miami's like whatever. Yeah, that guy's not here. And don't look now, but Larry Fitzgerald, four catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown, leading the Cardinal wide receivers. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, On the other side, the Seahawks, 16 of 31, 169, and touchdown for Wilson. Not great. Uh, I believe Chris Carson, their top running back, got injured for the year or something. Happened mm-hmm. and uh, so now they've went out and re-signed Marshawn Lynch. Yep, <laughs> yep, for the playoffs. Which honestly, it's kind of scary because I feel like he brings a vibe to them. You know what I mean? Like he brings I that kind of tough vibe that I think they need going into the playoffs. I would love to see a beast mode run in the playoffs. Like that would be incredible. I actually. would love that in the wild card, and then they lose to the Packers in the divisional round. Um, but yeah it's uh again the seahawks not doing great i feel like every the weird part about the nfc is every nfc team has shown like weaknesses there's no like dominant team like even the 49ers even though they're they're definitely the favorite they still have shown weaknesses yeah um and speaking of weak nfc teams the eagles beat the cowboys to take over the nfc east at eight and seven (laughs) ray What a division. Yep. So uh, they'll probably be 9-7 and seven and win the division, but it could be an 8-8 eight and eight if, they, if they lose. There's, it's the only, if you, if any of you go to the, well, depending on when this, this podcast comes out, but at the current time, if any of you go to the standings and you see like every other division in the NFL has like a clear division winner and a clinch already, yep. yeah, there's no stars anywhere near the division. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. It's actually really sad. It's um, incredible because it's it's incredible because it's not just this year and it's not just last year <laughs> or the year before that. It's been the past 20 years <laughs> that this division is like this. Like what the hell goes on in the NFC East yeah. honestly? Like I have no idea. <laughs> like reminder that the the Rams would probably win this division if they were in it right <laughs> now. The Bears would probably win it. The Buccaneers would probably have a chance at winning this division. That's how bad this division is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like they're 7 and 8. They would be tied with the Cowboys and they'd probably beat the Cowboys honestly. It is um, just the most cursed. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. But either way, the Cowboys lost. Uh, Carson Wentz beat them, throwing 31 of 40, 319 yards and a touchdown. Miles Keeping Sanders. That, uh, at least one touchdown a game streak going, too. Yep. Again, they just threw to Dallas, go there, tight end. <laughs> they threw to <laughs> Miles Sanders, the running back, Greg Ward Jr. The leading wide receiver target was J.J. Arcega Whiteside, or however you say his name, with two catches for 39 yards. That's their leading wide receiver target. (laughs) Uh, That's, (laughs) man, the Eagles. Uh, And then the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 25 of 44 for 265. That's it. Ezekiel Mm -hmm. Elliott ran for 47 yards on 13 carries. And, uh... I don't think either of these teams will be going to the Super Bowl. Uh, if I, had to, you know, if I'm a betting man, 
Yeah. I'm not betting on either of the NFC East uh, battlers yeah. here. That's a you bold know, prediction, coach. <laughs> I'm looking in to to see what the hell's happening with the uh, with the Cowboys too. Yeah, and um, since week ten, Amari Cooper has not been uh, as explosive and electric for them as he had been. Uh, you know, well, he's been riding he's been riding the bench a lot. They that was the controversy with this with this uh, game amongst Cowboys fans was that he was on the bench for the crucial game, like deciding factor fourth down. Yeah. And they benched him who was their <laughs> easily the leading receiver. Yeah. I feel I like is he injured or like, something? Like maybe he's no, playing with an injury. No, he wasn't, he wasn't injured. He was straight up just not on the field. So huh. like, I'll put it, I'll pop it in uh foos and balls. Cause this, this is just pro football reference, but like you can see like, you know, week week one, uh, 106 yards and a touchdown. Week two, 44 yards, a touchdown, 88 and two TDs, then 48 yards, but then 226 yards and a touchdown. Two yep. weeks later, another 100 yards. A week after that, another 80 yards and a touchdown, then 147 and a touchdown. And then since his highest has been 85 yards, and he's only scored one touchdown since week 10. Yep. I will. Yep. Uh, I'll also say that game where he had two twenty six was against the Packers, and uh, almost yeah. all of it came in garbage time. Oh, okay. Uh, they were yeah. down thirty one to three, and then that's when he started getting his stats. That's <laughs> so, fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As someone who, as someone who was an Amari Co- Amari Cooper uh, owner in fantasy this entire season, trust me, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been waiting for him to go off for like. 13 weeks now and he has <laughs> um so uh man that'll be a fun division week 17 yeah. uh then we had the chiefs shit on the bears in chicago absolutely uh, shit all over them they crushed them it was it was kind of funny because everybody that called in on sports radio was just like this is who we could have had we could have took my homes and started <laughs> trubisky could have been a uh, contender well because uh because uh I don't know if you guys saw, but Mahomes had a really good roast of the Bears in that game. Well, what did he did say? You, did you see? Um, basically, he threw a touchdown, and his celebration was walking around and counting on his finger. And he was he counted up to his spot uh, at 10. <laughs> and he was like, oh, weird. <laughs> so that was that was a pretty good roasting. Also in this game was... A fucking double doink, boys! Yeah, yep. the double doink strikes double again. double doink. But it was the right Chiefs the kicker uh, doing it the double what? doink. It was the Chiefs kicker doing the double doink, wasn't it? It was, yeah. 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 He, he uh, double doinked it. Man, it's, uh, it's been a disappointing year for the Bears, and yeah. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, they... We'll, we'll get to the most disappointing team soon. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, so just... To recap for the Bears, Bears just their defense. I feel like when your defense is just out there constantly, like any defense is going to get worn down. Yep. Uh, when you just know your offense can't do anything, it was just like check downs, like Trubisky throwing like on third and like 18, he threw like a four yard pass. Like you gotta, you gotta do something, man. <laughs> like I don't know. They're, they're the 2011 Jets, dude. Like straight yeah. up, it, it's. And this is why, like, I, I mean, you know, obviously I'm biased, <laughs> but um, this is why I don't understand teams that 
uh, and I realize I've been praising the Bills for doing this. Mm. Also, I, I want to also preface <laughs> here, um, but I don't. I don't know why teams build for defense anymore. Yeah. I, I just don't think, or you know, like building a defense is one thing, making that your primary, like, trait is just I don't see it anymore. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You you if you um diminish the offense so heavily, then you just can't win in the regular season. And it would be great if you get to the playoffs like the Bills have because Playoff. then when they're in the playoffs, well that defense is going to be fucking fantastic for them. Mm. But if you don't get there and if you're not winning games in the regular season, then who cares? Right? At the same time, you don't want to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, yeah. that's true. Balance is certainly key, but I, I would say that like teams that go 60-40 defense over offense are making a mistake, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of balance, let me introduce you to the 2019 Green Bay Packers, where we are a solid, I think, like 18th in offense and like 16th in defense. <laughs> uh, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, leading the charge. But I was very worried about this game. I thought this was like the Vikings were going to come out. They're going to destroy us in Minnesota in the Dome on a Monday night game. And really, we like kind of destroyed them. Like if we didn't turn the ball over three times, uh, we probably would have won this like 30 to like three. Like it was it wasn't even really close. The Vikings had seven first downs. Yep. Seven. Wow. That's, yeah. Who who knew that Kirk Cousins wouldn't be able to show up in a game of <laughs> oh, playoff implications? Stop. Although, actually, to that point, though, before before I defend Kirk Cousins in any way, <laughs> right. um, uh, he is now 0-9 on Monday Night Football. Yep. <laughs> and it's it's like the it's like the, the worst record ever on, mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football. And again, okay, so here comes the Kirk defense. Wins are not a QB stat. That okay, is, booger. That, that is hilarious, though, that he's 0-9 on Monday night, I, w- I will say. I, will, uh, I have a booger quote for you. He said, it's like taking candy from a baby, but that's a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's my uh, favorite of the night. I actually do like that. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, but the the thing was Packers opening drive fumbled the ball in like on their own 20 and the Vikings got a field goal off of it. Then Rogers threw an interception, which was odd. Um, <laughs> and they only got, no, I think they got a touchdown off that. It's like a 50 yard pass to Diggs or something, which was just a really good play by Diggs. Um, and then just, man, I, Dalvin Cook is like vital to this team. Because when they don't have Dalvin Cook, they can't run the ball. They averaged 2.5 yards a carry with Mike Boone uh, yeah. on 11 carries. Amir Abdullah did okay with four carries. But we shut down the run game. Uh, and then their offensive line. Honestly, their weakest thing is their offensive line. They can't. Yeah. They could not stop Zadarius Smith. He had three and a half sacks. He probably could have had more. He was like constantly in Cousins' face. And then... Uh, Kenny Clark had a sack, which I watched a thing where Kenny Clark could have had another sack, but instead he dropped back. This is a like 300-pound defensive lineman. Dropped back to cover the running back and stop the like check down <laughs> throw. And so Cousins had to like get rid of it. Like it was just the Packers defense was like lights out. Uh yeah. Cousins 
was 16 of 31, 122, a touchdown, a pick. There's also another drop pick in there, but it was it was bad. Uh, their least first down since 1971. Uh, they got booed at the end of the game. This yeah. was, by the way, this was the game for the NFC North. Like, if they won this, they could have won the NFC North. Yeah. So that's that's saying something. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, not great, but I'll tell you who is Aaron Jones. 154 yards, two touchdowns, including a big 50-yard touchdown run. Like, Aaron Jones uh, and Devontae Adams, who had 116 yards, 13 catches, are our offense. That's literally our offense is Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, I'm not as worried as I was a few weeks ago. I feel like this is a team that can, like, even though we're not great at one thing, we can kind of do both things well enough to win. Yeah. So... I will say, and I don't mean this in any disrespect, Coach. Yeah. But the Packers, for being a twelve and three team, they look the least like a twelve and three team out of all the twelve, oh, 12 yeah. and three teams. They definitely yeah. are... they play they play like they're they should be a ten and five team right now. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I wonder. I wonder what the Packers. Um, I'm gonna look up their strength of schedule. Yeah. Uh, curious. The biggest thing they've done is not turn the ball over. Like they had three turnovers this game, but they had nine all year. Oh yeah, they've had a really easy strength of schedule. Yeah, this this actually uh, might be the easiest. Yes, they probably did. Yeah, that is um, yes. They have the easiest strength of schedule this year. The the Packers. So the biggest the biggest thing with this. All right, now this is, might sound insane, but if the Seahawks beat the 49ers, and the Packers beat the shitty beat-up Lions, the Green Bay Packers will be the one seed in the NFC. <laughs> That's, wow. That means That's ridiculous. they will get a bye week and play every game in Lambeau. So uh, there is a scenario where you can still get the bye week then. Oh, they'll, they'll if they win this week, no matter what, they get a bye week. So if the 49ers right. beat the Seahawks, they get the two seed, and then the 49ers get the one seed. Right. So the only way they don't is if they lose to the Lions, and then they would play a wild card home game to the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> uh, which I don't want to play the Vikings again. So I would hope we could beat Why? the shitty it's, Lions. It's Kirk Cousins in the playoffs at home. You're I fine. don't want to play three games. I don't trust them to win that many. Yeah, be well, especially if Dalvin Cook's back. Yeah, too. I just I want the bye week. And then I want a home game, and then we can, you know, we don't have to play the 49ers until it would be like the championship game. And then if we lose, I'll be like, yeah, we got farther than I thought we'd get, and then I'd have a good time. But there's also the possibility, maybe the Packers, you know, we, we get the second, even if we get the first seed, then we could play like, oh my God, that's the dream, is if we get the one seed or something, we play like the Eagles or the Vikings again uh, in the second round. I wouldn't mind that. If we could avoid the Saints somehow, that's the problem with the uh, the two seed. Is if we get the two seed and then the Saints are the three seed and they beat the Vikings in round one, which will probably happen, we would play the Saints in Green Bay. And I really don't want to play against Drew Brees. Uh, although yeah. it could be like snowing and shit. You never know what happens in those. Um, yeah. But with uh, the weather outside, be... it's going to be like eighty. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. To be to be discussing a season after the season must be nice. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, it is. Rob, fun, Rob and I, Rob and I, know nothing about that. It's been a long um, time. I was I was but a boy when uh, the last time I saw the playoffs with my team. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, it's been two years for me. It's been a long time. 
Uh, <laughs> so super. right now, the playoff picture. All right, I've kind of taken uh, the playoff machine and predicted all these wins. So I would assume playoff. playoffs. I would assume the Patriots will beat the Dolphins. The Bills would beat the Jets. However, I don't know. But I'm just going to assume. I think the Titans will win the yeah. Ravens. Like, I did all this. So, right now, with my predictions, it would be Baltimore gets the one seed. Patriots get the two seed. Titans go to Kansas City in round one. And Buffalo goes to Houston uh, in round one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the 49ers or the Packers get the one seed, depending on Seattle. So, we'll say the 49ers beat the Seahawks, all right? So, it'll be the 49er one seed, Packers two seed, Vikings go to Minnesota, and then Seattle would go to Philadelphia uh, if the Eagles beat the Giants. So the you know the loser of this NFC West game essentially gets to go to Philadelphia or Dallas, which is almost like a win in itself. Uh, oh, so. God damn it. Our win took us to the 10th spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's the tankathon rankings going? Oh, it's bad. <laughs> we're, we're at 10 now. It's huh. uh, Bengals, Redskins, Lions, Giants, Dolphins, Jags, Chargers, Panthers, <laughs> Cards, and then us. Because huh. we're actually six and nine. Nice. <laughs> I want to mention that the that out of all of us here, I have the longest postseason drought out of any of us. <laughs> twelve. It's been twelve damn years. Well, but unless we get yeah, the, the Jets have. It was. It's nine for the Jets and seventeen for the Browns. Man, that's that's rough. And we had a Lions fan on here. How long has it been for the Lions too? It's not been that long. It's been three years. Oh, I suppose. Oh yeah, I guess I'm getting to sixteen. All right, fair. I enough. had my Super Bowl win nine years ago. I just want another yeah, one of those. That's, uh, that's a great coach. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's so really. This is the only time I will be pulling for the Seahawks because we can get the one seed and then. We could avoid. Uh, we could actually avoid like New Orleans. Uh, however, we'd probably have to be. We'd have to play against San Francisco. Oh, we have to play against some strong team at some point. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> but either way, let's kick it over to the NFL power rankings. Thank you, Coach Crendor. Week seventeen, the final power rankings of this season, Coach. If you can believe it, we're already here. And uh, it's been it's been a rocky season. We've had some laughs, we've had some cries, we've had some <laughs> doinks and dinks. We've and had some Antonio Brown tweets. Antonio oh, Brown tweets all over <laughs> talking about those white women. Coach, now <laughs> top five of the NFL power rankings, NFL.com, starting with Robert. Yes, sir. I will go with the Ravens. Yep, Coach. Forty Niners. Yep, Robert. Uh, I will go with the Saints. Yep, coach. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go with the New England Patriots. Yep, and Robert for the dunk. Uh, mm, I'll give you a hint. It has not changed. Oh wait, is it the? Did we say the Niners already? Yeah, you said the Niners. I think I sa- no, I didn't. Say I that. did. One Wait. of you did. Chiefs. That is correct. The top five of the last power rankings of the season. Ravens one, Saints two, neither of them moved. The Niners actually moved up to three, uh, taking the, the number three spot from the Patriots. Or no, from the uh, yep. Seahawks. <laughs> and then uh, the Chiefs at four and Patriots at five. Now, speaking of the Seahawks, they are tied 
for the fattest doink of this week. Oh, wow. Coach Crendor. Yeah. Name the other team who has fallen just as many spots as the Seattle Seahawks with the fattest doink. I'll give you a hint, Coach, because yep. this one is a little bit tricky, but I have a feeling that you can get it. Okay. This team is in the AFC, and they're long gone out of the running for a long time now. Ooh. Name that team. Um, I'm going to go with... The... I said if I if I said NFC I meant AFC I think I said AFC no you said AFC okay uh Chargers that is correct Ooh. Coach Crandor oh shit Mattis doink dunk uh the Chargers slipping all the way to twenty fifth falling from the twenty first spot uh getting vaulted by this week's thinnest dink now well technically it's not the thinnest dink but it's close enough so I'm just gonna call it that. Yeah. Technically, yeah. the thinnest dink was the Giants moving up at four, but uh, <laughs> that's not yeah. fun. Robert. Yes, sir. I want to say this one's for you. All right. Now, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to spoil the thinnest dink because I think it's, it's obvious. But the thinnest dink, besides the, if we're just skipping the Giants right now, went to your New York Jets, Rob. Mm. The Jets have moved up three spots, <laughs> being the highest that they've been this entire season. Really? <laughs> Can you name the spot the Jets have moved up three places to nestle themselves in and bed and feed like the like the starving ticks that they are? <laughs> oh boy. Um hmm. Well, um I'd say we're at rank I'll give you I'll, I'll give you a hint. Uh-huh. I'll give you a hint. Just to help you out a little bit more on this one cuz it's a little bit tough. The Jets have actually passed one team that has a better record than they do for this oh. spot. Wow. Okay. Um, gosh. Then that, I don't that know. Team, that team is the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> well, we did beat them, <laughs> funnily enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I'll say 22. That is absolutely Correct. Well, the Jets really? have actually gotten from 25 to 22nd, uh, vaulting over the Raiders and the Cardinals and the Chargers again, tumbling down uh, four spots. Now, Coach Crendor, this one's for you. Yeah. True or false, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still in the top 20 despite falling two positions this week. Uh, True. That is correct. The Buccaneers sitting at the 18th spot despite dropping. The Falcons, who are 6-9, and are still above. uh, They actually took the spot from the Buccaneers, and it was the Bears getting leapt over by both teams who didn't move anywhere at the 17th spot. And finally, guys, here we go. The one you've been waiting for because Bear is not here. (laughs) Robert, true or false? The Dallas Cowboys are still in the top 15 of the NFL Power Rankings, NFL.com Power Rankings at 7 and 8. Oh, boy. My contempt for the NFL makes me want to say that they are still in the top 15. Is that your final answer? That, well, I'm going to be honest, that, that, that trips me up a little bit when you say it that way. But you know what? Yes. That is absolutely correct. The Let's Dallas go. Cowboys still 
are in the top 15, rounding out the way that they do at the 14th spot at 7 and 8. Notable teams <laughs> that the Cowboys are actually ranked above the 8 and 7 Rams, the 6 and 9 Falcons, <laughs> 7 8 Bears, 7 8 Buccaneers, 7 8 Colts, and everyone else. So good job, good job to the uh, to the Cowboys, keeping that top fifteen spot, Coach, and uh, you'll 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 get them next week, probably not because they well actually I guess they could they could be in the playoff power rankings, but we'll get back to that later on in like I don't know three days after this video goes up and this <laughs> yeah. week is over that we will back up to Coach and Rob in the booth. Thank you very much. So again, yeah, in just a few days here, we'll be knowing who's picking first, second, third, where the Jets are picking in the draft. Uh, yeah. The playoff situations, whole bunch of fun. Playoffs. I am excited. I am excited <laughs> to know where what our draft position is. It could be 16th. It could be like 6th. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, so we'll find out. Uh, either way, it's time for... The most disappointing team of 2019. Pickums. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I, I even said what we were doing here, like uh, Pickums. Oh yeah, I remember now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I say I propose that we pick one team that is the most disappointing in our in our minds, and with the caveat being that we are not allowed to pick our own teams, because okay. I know everyone's expecting me to say the Bucks. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I will. I will start. And by saying that the by far and away the most disappointing team for me is the Browns this this season for me yep. anyway. Yeah, and yeah. Every, yeah, you're allowed to pick the same person's team or the the same team as someone else as well. Mm. I think that with the way that it it was partially our doing of making them so seem so hype as well for sure, but there was a reason to be excited as a Browns fan, as yeah. a temporary Browns fan, <laughs> and. <laughs> Especially after what they did, you have to remember the Browns were smoking people in the preseason. We we're like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. And then yeah. they come out and they beat the Ravens. It's like, dude, the Browns are legit. And then they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely one of the most disappointing teams. Um, yeah. uh, we even, I think we all had them go to the playoffs, right? I'm pretty sure we did. Probably, I'm pretty yeah. sure every single one of us did. Yeah. yeah. And some yeah. of us, I'm not going to say who. <laughs> it may or may not have been me said that they would almost certainly win the division, if not at least get a guaranteed wild card spot. <laughs> you know, I haven't, though, I haven't seen our playoff predictions yet. So, to to be honest, though, like all things considered, they're six and nine. They potentially could go seven and nine on the year. That's really good for the Browns. Yeah. If we're if we're being realistic about what our expectations probably should have been. Well, they were they were sky high, but again, we had all we had all the reason to to be yes. excited is the thing. Yeah, yeah, because they were playing amazing. They were a young, hungry team. They had they were actually playing with a chip on their shoulder. Everyone was yeah. drinking the Baker Kool Aid. I mean, there was for me there was no there was no bigger disappointment, especially with how the way that that last season ended, and we were all getting hyped up through the preseason. Mm. Yeah, the Browns are easily my most disappointing team of 2019. Hmm. Rob, That's how fair. about you? Would you pick the New York Jets as the most disappointing? Yeah, not allowed to. <laughs> I'm not. Besides oh, yeah. being not allowed to, <laughs> I really should be because they <laughs> definitely are. Um, uh, if I'm not picking the Jets, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna pick the Colts. Oh. I think I think the Colts because, and it's not entirely their fault either because. Kind of 
Because, yeah. because I mean, remember last year, the Colts were a team that made the playoffs, had a shitload of uh, money and uh, and and draft picks going into the next year. Mm-hmm. So their team was not talented, really, and still made the playoffs. And I think everyone expected them to make a lot of moves in the offseason and, you know, go for a shot. But what happened was um, they didn't make a lot of moves in the offseason. <laughs> and then Andrew Luck retired. <laughs> so it like it really. It, and I think um, I think Brissette, you know, the brisket he put on, he, he put out a, an admirable effort, but it was not enough. Yeah. Um, and, and I fully actually expected coming into this year before Andrew Luck retired that the Colts were probably going to be a playoff team for the next several years. Yeah, it's pretty hard to recover when your starting quarterback, who's been there forever and has the system down, just up yeah. and out retires. Shit. Yeah, it's rough. That is, and that feels like a that feels like a, an eternity away from where we are right now. Yeah, time wise. Yeah. Really I mean, we were sixteen weeks ago at this point, right? Yeah, like, that, that's like it's it's unbelievable how fast the season went. I mean. Like all the Antonio Browns, all the AB stuff, it still feels like that's like ancient history by now. And it's like, yeah, no, it's, it happened like just a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was it August? Probably like four months ago. Yeah. 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 If that. Man. Um, the, I was looking through all these teams. So I was thinking, I was like, the Jaguars are disappointing, but at the same time, because we were like, oh, Nick Foles might carry them, their defense. Yeah. But, you know, then again, they're the Jaguars, so it wasn't that yeah. crazy. Uh, but, I mean, the, but the AFC South was just—it was such a crapshoot yeah. this year because yeah. everyone's like, "Well, no one's convinced that the Texans are gonna are going to be dominant again." And it's true; I don't think that they were dominant, but I don't, I think that all of us were we we were neglectful in the reasoning to not yeah. re- realize that the rest of the AFC South is <laughs> pure garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they can't really t- be except for the Titans, except for the Titans. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. can't really be disappointing if we didn't have any expectations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like the Bengals, like I was thinking, you know, one in fourteen's pretty bad, but at the same time, Bengals. Yeah. We, we weren't <laughs> picking them to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so looking at like, all these teams, I was trying to find one that was disappointing the most, and I might even just pick the Bears because I think yeah. everybody thought the Bears were like a lock for the playoffs. Like this was a, I was like, yeah, it's going to be like, if the Packers go in, there'll be a wild card. Bears will probably win it. Everyone was like, yeah, the Bears could be like a Super Bowl team, that defense and Trubisky will progress. And instead, they're barely making it to eight and eight, if that. Barely. Barely. (laughs) So, like, uh, and that's not even as like somebody in the same division. Like I actually expected them to be really good and they kind of just were okay. We thought uh, yeah. that their defense was going to like outscore some teams' offenses. Yeah, boy, uh, were we wrong. <laughs> even even Khalil Mack, like Khalil Mack, didn't do a whole lot this year. Honestly, he had some forced fumbles, but like he wasn't yeah. the same as he was last year. Like if you look at his stats, uh, he has six, uh, no, eight and a half sacks, forty six tackles. So oh, to put yeah, that that's... in comparison to last year. Uh, yeah, he had an interception, uh, six forced fumbles, and 12 and a half sacks. And then this year, he had zero interceptions, uh, 
zero or no, he had five forced fumbles and eight and a half sacks. Uh, he also only had fourteen quarterback hits which is, instead of eighteen. Which is not a that's not a terrible that's not a no, terrible year. No, that's still, player, but that's but that's we're, this is Khalil Mack we're talking yeah, about. This yeah. is like top for what like, they yeah for what best. they paid for him. He should have the best record. I mean, he like they paid a shitload in picks and then a contract. Yeah. So like for that price, it should be he's the the statistically highest. Yeah, um, like this sounds... is that's like a that's like a top ten, top fifteen, uh, record. Yeah, it's uh, and to put that in perspective as well on how good the Packers' free agent signings have been, without giving up picks, Preston Smith has twelve sacks, Zadarius Smith thirteen and a half sacks. So that's already two players playing better than Khalil Mack uh, on the same team. Mm. So you know, and plus there's uh, plenty of other guys that are. Getting a lot of sacks, even uh, Shaquille Barrett, Shaq uh, Barrett, but yep. on the Buccaneers, like still he was leading for a long yeah. time. Yeah, he's at sixteen and a half. Only one above him now is Chandler Jones at nineteen. Although to be honest, we are somewhat underselling the value of forced fumbles. Those are, that's a big deal. Like yeah. and getting five forced fumbles, like I, I'd have to imagine that's actually pretty high. Like I, I, I'd think that's mm-hmm. that's probably in the top. Uh, top of the board uh, it, uh wow chandler jones eight force fumbles my god jesus christ that yeah. man's insane uh tj watt at seven shaquille barrett has six. Oh my god wow uh ryan anderson five and khalil mack tied there at five uh then there's yeah. jadevian Clowney at four along with terrell yeah. suggs logan ryan but so like five, five is still i mean that's that's all that's it's a still lot. a lot it's, it's still top five that, in the nfl great. yeah yeah but coach who is your so who's your pick though i'd probably say the bears honestly Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised no one said the Raiders, especially well, especially yeah. after the with all the hype around AB, especially 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 since they're on hard knocks this past offseason. Yeah, season. but the thing was yeah. like I expected them to be like six and ten ish with Antonio Brown. I think I expect them to be like nine and seven, but without him, they're about where I thought they'd be. Uh, like I like John Gruden. Like I, I do. I I legitimately like. I like him as a character, as a person. He seems mm. funny. Like he's a he's a funny dude. I like him as a coach, but he is really running an experiment in. Uh, well, I was gonna say in Oakland, but you know, not really. Um, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he is he is really running an experiment out there, which is like, can we build a team from the '90s and still win? And mm. uh, so far, kinda. <laughs> you know like so it, it's it, it's interesting but I, I i don't think i i'll be honest like i don't think i had that high of an expectation for them i think what i how i feel about the raiders this year is probably the same about how i'm gonna feel about them next year which is we'll see i don't know like I, straight up i don't know if what they're doing is going to lead to success i i i'm not sure yeah. I will say I will, though that Derek Carr has looked better under John Gruden than he yeah. has previously. Yeah, I, I I will say I disagree with with Coach saying that there are nine and seventeen with AB because you got to remember how many like the point spread the difference between Oakland winning and losing was so minute, especially over the last like six games for the Raiders that mm. I with AB I I think it's my fair estimation is that they're. At least an eleven and five team, if not a twelve and four team, with AB, because mm-hmm. again, the the the, mar- the margin of victory for the Raiders, 
the margin of victory for the Raiders is is really really tiny for against some decent teams too as well. Yeah, well, I think coming out of the coming out of the preseason, the Raiders were definitely they're definitely flying high. But you know, despite despite everything that happened, especially with AB, I think that they performed admirably. Yeah, and they're definitely a disappointment. But I can't really fault them all that much. I think that they're a better. I, I I think the Raiders are better a better team than their record shows. It's just they've been going up against crazy good teams. Like I, I wonder I wonder what their course. strength of yeah, <laughs> yes. of course. I wonder what their strength of schedule looks like compared to the other uh the other uh, uh, possible flops. Oh, the Raiders the Raiders actually pretty they had a pretty easy uh strength of schedule this year. Oh really? Yeah. Re- reasonably um like they're they're probably on the uh, among the easiest, um, like probably top yeah. top ten, top fifteen easiest. Yeah, I think what's crazy about some of the hardest schedules played is some of these teams that had the hardest schedules are like Seattle, Kansas City, yeah, uh, San Francisco. Actually, uh, the hardest schedule right now was the Bengals, and they have the worst record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Uh, it also looks like the Panthers had a really hard schedule. Yeah, yeah. Cardinals. That's, that's rough. So, but this is why this is actually just, just a reminder since we're going to be going into the off season mm-hmm. in the next couple of months. Um, this is why looking at strength of schedule from the previous season does not matter. It yeah. super yeah. doesn't. It changes so drastically every year that you cannot predict. Um, this the future strength of schedule based on the past strength of schedule. Yeah, like even at the start of the year, like remember being like, oh man, they're playing the Rams, watch out. But then they play the 49ers and easy an easy win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um and also I want yeah, go on. No, I was gonna say if you want to talk about if you want to talk about like the bye weeks as well, the Buccaneers got completely hosed in two two straight seasons with super early bye weeks and then a London game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 rough. Yeah, that's, hey, early, early bye week should not be a thing. Just mm. stop sending teams to London. Right? Just <laughs> yeah. stop. Uh, um, but I, I wanted to say honorable mention for the year. Yeah. Uh, as far as like you know, coaching is uh, concerned, is um, uh, Flores in Miami. And now I know what you're thinking. They're four and eleven. What the fuck are you talking about? But if you look at Miami and what they did this year selling off literally everything mm. it is a fucking miracle that they won four games remember we had a rule where you couldn't even magic. pick against them it's <laughs> magic yeah we did have that I mean, rule it, it is it, like it's a, it, it is sure i i think a little bit fits magic but like honestly like i think they squeezed out four fucking wins that they had no business of getting mm-hmm. uh with the with the strength of their team oh yeah I mean, yeah, it's like we said, uh, you, we had a rule you couldn't even pick against them because that's how bad they were. And the yeah. fact that now they're picking, like, fifth is yeah. actually pretty insane. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Um, All right. So, uh, and again, uh, one last mention. The reminder, uh, the Chicago Bears are giving their first-round draft pick to Oakland this year. Yeah. So even after that disappointing season, they don't even have a first-round pick. So I think that also ties into it. Yep. yep. Um, so, and John Gruden's uh, master master stroke strategy is continuing to pay off. <laughs> yeah. They've got two first round picks again this year. 
That they do. Um, so let's pick them. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, first game, Packers-Lions. I will be Packers. locking in the Packers. Oh, <laughs> a first game lock. <laughs> yeah, Coach Brendor. Well, I uh, I just I don't see them losing against the Lions, uh, especially with how beat up they are. Yeah, I uh, got to go Packers here, Coach. So congrats on the free win. Good luck yeah. in the playoffs. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy. And I hope I don't have to watch them for two weeks after this one. Yeah. Uh, the Jets and the Bills. Gonna take the Bills on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna take be... the Bills. Although I'm gonna be honest with you, there is a distinct possibility that oh, yeah. the Jets actually win this game. I would actually put it at divisional. like probably like eighty uh, twenty. Yeah, I like I, I, chance. I think that's honestly fair because like it, it, it's a divisional game. It's Jets Bills, and you know these, you know they've got a whole thing going. So yeah, I uh, I'm gonna. Gonna go with the uh, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins, Patriots, New England. Gonna go ahead and lock in the Patriots. You can't lock one. against the Dolphins, We're Rob. We're still having the rule. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean we gotta honor it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah. yeah, I'll take the Patriots. Okay. Uh, Bears, Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, after last week, I don't even. Yeah, I'm taking the. Right. I'm gonna take the. Kirk Vikings. Cousins, he's not gonna be able to get it out of his head. It's gonna be haunting him in his dreams. Oh and nine, oh and nine, oh and nine. <laughs> then again, you know what? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, this is my pick'em's year to lose. So, you guys better start picking against like whatever I'm picking if you want to catch up. Honestly, if they don't got Delvin Cook this game, I think I'm going to say the Chicago Bears. <laughs> and I got to catch up, so I'm taking the Bears. Uh, <laughs> then we got... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be taking the Vikings on that. Okay. Chargers, Chiefs. I will take the Chiefs. I will also game. take the Chiefs in this game. I shall select the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> to win this football game. <laughs> game. <laughs> Browns Bengals. Let's go, Browns, boys. I am going to I take really, the I Cincinnati really, Bengals. Yeah. Oh, come on. They're playing they're playing competitively. They're one in fifteen. The Browns are the Browns. The Browns they're are the Browns. <laughs> yeah. I'm Man. taking the Bengals. I really, I really want to take the Browns here or the Bengals here. I really do. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna take them with Coach. Go oh, Bengals. Let's go Bengals. Uh, Saints Panthers. I'll be taking the Saints. I will also take the Saints. Yeah, Sean Payton's already confirmed that no starters are sitting. So yeah. That's oh, I will up. lock in the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Falcons, Buccaneers. Take the Bucks. <sighs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> can I can I pass? <laughs> you can call a tie. Can call a tie. I will take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Falcons. Whoa! Yeah, I mean they're they're playing pretty well. Yeah, been, and uh, it's the Bucks, and it's the Bucks. Yeah. Jameis will probably throw some pick sixes in there. <laughs> you oh, think? One hundred percent will. Yeah. Uh, Colts Jaguars for the battle of last in the AFC. Jameis is an indiscriminate passer. He doesn't care who he passes to, whether it be <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the other team. He'll pass to anyone. <laughs> it's true. Whoever's open. Did I'll you take... please tell me that you guys saw? I, I don't mean derail here, but please tell me you saw that Reddit thread that i posted oh yeah I saw from uh, the simpsons <laughs> get ready everybody he's about to do something stupid <laughs> everyone everyone in the nfl watching james winston's first play <laughs> i i laughed for about 10 minutes after i looked at that it's, just, it's so perfect um so uh colts jaguars jaguars i'm gonna go colts it's a toss-up game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. Coin flip. Coin flip it. I'm going to go with the Jags. All right. All right. I think, I think that the the meme that is that is Hunter will, will win. The and by Hunter, Hunter, I mean Gardner. <laughs> Gardner. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Eagles-Giants. Um... <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> I hate yeah. I hate this week. By the way, this is like this is the worst week to be in the lead yeah. for Pickums because it's such a toss up. I'm gonna flip. I mean, yeah, Eagles. Okay, it this... would be very NFC East for the Giants to spoil the Eagles. Oh, it would. Uh, I'll t- I'm gonna take the Eagles. Okay, I think they're they're probably gonna win. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't justify picking the the Giants here, so I gotta go Eagles. All right. Uh, Cardinals, Rams. Oof. Yeah. Man, if this if you gave us this matchup at the beginning of the season, this is gonna be <laughs> yeah. an insta lock for everybody. But now, after what they did to Seattle, oh, yeah. Are the Rams? Are the Rams officially like? Yeah, are they already? It. They're already out of yeah. it just totally. Yep. Man. Yeah, you know I'm gonna take the cards here. That was my that was my gut. My gut's been treating me well the past couple of weeks on pick'em, so I'm I, going with the cards. Yeah, I mean uh, I got the, I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Alright. Um You know, I don't know if Kyler Murray's playing. It probably is. I mean, they're, Why wouldn't they're he be out playing? of the playoffs. Because yeah. he got he's... hurt in the Seattle game. Oh. And Brendan Hundley even... came in. Oh, yeah. Hurt? Let me see. Uh, He's listed if... as limited. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to swap to the Rams then. Yeah, if Murray's, go if Rams. Murray's not, if he's not playing, yeah, and if he's yeah, considered day-to-day be. or limited, yeah. Especially in a meaningless not... game. Exactly yep. right. Like if he's yeah. limited, they're just gonna be like, just don't play. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll take the Rams on that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah Rams. Awesome. Ah, you know what? I'm, I'll, st- I'll stick with the Cardinals. Fuck it, it. Why not? Okay. So said Bear. Was that Bear? Yeah, Bear, Bear. <laughs> yeah, go with the Cardinals. Ravens, Steelers. Uh, Raven, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go Ravens. Even yes. the backups on the Ravens, I trust more than the Steelers. Yes. I think so, too. Yeah. Titans, Texans. This um, is, you talking about a trap game right here, boys. Yeah, I think the I, Titans want this one to go to the playoffs. I'm going to take them. I'm taking the Titans, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Right. I, I cannot. I don't. I don't trust the Texans. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. They either. almost lost to the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I got to. I got to go Titans on that. Yeah. Raiders Broncos. Broncos. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Yeah, I was also gonna say Raiders. Well, uh, you know, we'll the, see. The, the Broncos have been playing pretty, have been pretty yeah. surprising the last couple of games here. Yeah, yeah. And I Chucky, well, I, 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 I still have to pick the Raiders because I don't think that Gruden is gonna want to finish at seven and nine. All right. Yeah, he that's... wants to. He, he wants to end at eight and eight. So I'm gonna yeah. stick with the Raiders. All right. Mm. Uh, Redskins, Cowboys. Honestly, <laughs> I can see the Cowboys losing this game. You know what? I'm actually flipping a coin for this one. Hold on. <laughs> right. I'm taking the Cowboys. Heads so. Redskins, tails Cowboys. Going Redskins. Uh, uh, tails Cowboys. Ooh, we got Cowboys. Hey. Hey, Well. I'll be the lone winner in this game. <laughs> hey. Uh or not. And then <laughs> the 49ers Seahawks. Ooh, man. I'm going to take the Seahawks just cuz I'm hoping they win, so I'd like to cheer for them. The Niners don't have to win this game. They yeah. do if they want the one seed. Otherwise, they will be the 5 seed. I can't believe you're rooting for the Seattle Seahawks. I'm rooting for them because I want the one seed. <laughs> you know what? I'm taking the Seahawks here. I think the Seahawks probably have what it takes to take down the Niners. It's such a toss-up, man. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Seattle, but Seattle has to win. Is I mean, they have to win for what? What are they playing for? They're the playing division. for the winner. Of yeah, this takes I, the division. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to take the Seahawks. All right. At at home, I think that that's the. Beast mode's back. Hey, uh, by the way, I wanted to mention now that we're done with uh, pickems for this week. Yeah, oh, we um, need a lock. We need. A, I need a lock. Uh, Rob, who'd you lock? Uh, Saints, right? Who did I? Saints. Yeah, I locked. I shall lock the uh, uh, <coughs> My locks suck. This this like <laughs> I would I, I would be I would be rated so much higher if my locks didn't count for double losses. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll lock the the bills. I guess. All right, there All right. it is. How, how's that for a sure lock? There, <laughs> those of you. I locked I, the Steelers I against the Jets, and that went great. <laughs> I think so, that next year we should we should do pickems, but we should pick against the spread just for fun. Mm. Well, uh, we'll assess all this in the off season. 
Yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to mention because uh, since we just finished our locks, our, our last lock of the regular season here, mm-hmm. uh, or our, our picks for the last uh, the last of the regular season, um, uh, Pixel Haven uh, had had a little addendum to our to our locking records to our pick'em records, uh, showing us uh, against ESPN analysts and CBS oh. analysts. Yeah, and uh, here I'll post it. Uh, I'll post the tweet in Fusen Balls. Um, and uh, you know, I gotta say, we're pretty fucking close to the guys who are getting paid millions of dollars to do this. <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, and I, I gotta say as well, that's both crazy and maybe a little embarrassing for them. Yeah, that like, <laughs> like to be honest, that like, because I mean. Sinvicta is the only one among us, right, who's even really played at even anywhere close to a professional level football, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I, I, I've, I've, I have never even played on a team that had helmets or gear or anything at all. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I played, the closest that it was like playing on recessed playgrounds and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to clarify, the, to clarify, I played up through high school and then I, that was it. I never played yeah. in college. I just want to make sure... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but like uh, you know, and, and that's with us with our with our locks and stuff too. So I wonder what that um, what our uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm at a sixty one per I'm I'm at sixty one point one percent win ratio there. But yeah. if if losses didn't count for double, I'm I would be interested to see what my actual win percentage would be because I like I think I've had three locks win this entire season, <laughs> which is absolutely ridiculous, by the way, but. Yeah. I bet that I would be beating most of them. And Rob, I mean, Rob's at 60%. Coach yeah. is almost at 60%. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, if we, if we toss bears record aside, our average would be definitely a lot better than, than CBS. Yeah. I <laughs> like, mean, to put it into perspective, like our total average for three guys in a bear pick them records is 58%. We're, we're right. 58% of the time yeah. for comparison. CBS is right. Um, Okay, fine. I actually have to round up. So we're right 59% of the time. CBS <laughs> is right 61% of the time. So that's yeah. not that far off. And then ESPN, who's higher than them, is only right 63% of the time. And the so three of only, us we're, are we're better than uh, Jason Lockhand Fora and Pete Prisco, who are like big NFL writers on CBS stuff. I think yeah. he does the power rankings. So basically our, what we're trying to say is hire us. Yes, yeah, man. where's our millions of dollars? <laughs> just oh, give us money. Use it. <laughs> yeah, just just give us money for doing something. We are yeah. clearly uh, as knowledgeable as these professionals. So Except I mean Trey Wingo, uh, man. Look at that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's way up there. That's, that's pretty sixty six point nine. But I mean, like the the only thing that skews our rating is just that our lowest low is Far and away the worst out of all yeah, we have three of the groups here. that brings us down. <laughs> no, no slight, no slight against my my good bud Bear Taffy, who we all love. Yeah. But man, if that fifty four percent just wasn't there, we'd be doing so much better. And I, I am curious. Uh, and thank you again to Pixel Haven and Hippo Nora, and uh, someone else, I think I think someone named Mana or something took over for Hippo this week. Uh, Mana the, uh, uh, took over for the week. Yeah, who was it? Uh, man, mana pies. Okay, mana. yeah. So, so thank thank those three for for doing the the uh, awesome job with the with the stats and for listening to the feedback with the with the graphics and stuff. There, it's been much improved over the last couple of weeks. 
I also but like I the, am, uh, the bonus stats this week too. If you didn't see those, I am yeah, curious I to. I, I would love to hear what our what our records would be with without the locks counting for the double the double losses. Yeah, might be a fun. That I I'd lo- I would be very curious to hear what that is. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting. I don't even know if they pick every game too. All those analysts, right? Sometimes they only pick like five games or something. I'm pretty sure yeah, they I, don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, if you could check on that, check the stats, please. Uh, and then <laughs> Rob has picked the Titans eight times. He always picks them following a win and has never picked them after a loss. He's four and four. Yep. And I did it again this week. <laughs> yep. Which means win, it's a Titan uh, win coming in. Classic or, Rob. or a loss. There, it's <laughs> yeah. literally a, co- a toss up with her. <laughs> I'm right on this one. <laughs> uh, and then we're all pretty good at Monday night football, except bear. Uh, <laughs> we all are undefeated locking the Ravens. I went twelve and four on Monday football this year. That's pretty yeah. good. That yeah. Pretty good. And based on picks, me and Rob have the Giants winning the NFC East, which honestly I feel like they could still do if the season kept going. <laughs> um, yeah, it would like week nineteen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, this week in football. Yeah. So Merry Christmas, everyone. And yeah. uh, we'll see you. We'll see you in the new year. We'll see you in 2020. Yeah, happy new year, everybody. Yeah. The final. This is the final three guys and a bear podcast for the for the teens here. So yeah, this is the final one. Unless oh, and if we... this comes out today, happy Kwanzaa! Wow, it, Kwanzaa. it won't it won't come out today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Crandor uh... oh, yeah. was supposed to be gone 15 minutes ago. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. And then uh, Tuesday, well. New Year's Eve is next Tuesday. I don't know if you guys are doing anything at this time on I, New Year's Eve. I will be sleeping or streaming. So, All right. Well, we'll see you at some point next week. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, I can, what I'm saying is I'll, I can record on Tuesday. So, Oh, okay. Well, we can probably do Tuesday next week then. So yeah. It should be a normal time. So we might actually have one last show in 2019. It would be the literal last day. Maybe. Year. Maybe. Probably, we'll see. Prob- probably not. But See you later, everybody. Watch us, subscribe, follow, show all your friends and family. Tell us we're just as good as CBS, if not better. Uh, and next year, honestly, we'll rise above all those people. Um, so thanks for listening, watching, and uh, we'll see you next week or year or at some point. I don't know. Da da da